Hello? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. Oh, that's good, that's good. Okay. Welcome to a episode well, to another consecutive episode around the outside podcast. I've been trying to get another one in as soon as possible after a long break. Um, as you can probably tell, we have a guest. Um, uh, Max, I'll let you introduce yourself. Hello, yes. I'm Max. Uh, I've been on one of Vicky's podcasts before. And I uh, thought it'd be fun to come again. Yeah. Um, as you may remember, I had Max on a podcast um in July, I think, of 2022, after the British Grand Prix. So, yeah, that was fun. And we're going to do some more F1 content today. Um, obviously, we have a, there's a Grand Prix um, this weekend, but we, I want to get some in um, quick, uh, quickly for you guys. Anyway, what we've got today is that we're going to be talking about um, F1 in terms of popularity. A lot of people have been asking on my in my Q&A, oh, oh what, how is F1 growing? How do you know F1 is growing and in the US and stuff? And how is it like reacting to, like, um, to real-time events? So we're we'll talking about that, and we're also going to be predicting our 2026 um, F1 driver driver lineups. Do you have those ready? Uh, I'm going to be going on the fly here because I don't know much, but I've got the lists up. Okay, that's cool. Right, um, should we start with that then? Sure. Yeah. yeah that one on the fly. Are uh, we going to be including Audi? Yes. So okay. what, what we've done, we're not doing like any new teams here. Um, I, I, so the rule is, or I, I haven't really discussed the rules with you, but, but um, it's the same 10 teams. Audi, obviously, replacing Alfa Romeo. So it's 10 teams. Yeah. Um, try, we could try to make these as realistic as possible. And yeah. also, we have to pr- promote at least one driver from F2. Uh, one driver each. Yeah, one driver each. Okay. Yeah. I promoted quite a few, so this will be a little less tougher for me. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. um, since you're the guest, how about you start off? Uh, we'll start off with Williams. Williams. Yep. Well, first of all, I think that maybe Albon will be long gone by then. Like a team I will so. spot his I, I, I predicted that too, but I, I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll say mine later. Um, I think they might have. I think they'll still have Logan Sargent. But I think they'll have taken, I think maybe a Richard Vasseur from F2. That's an interesting one. I, 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 I yeah, I was thinking for sure. I, did, I haven't even got him in any of my li- any of my lineups. Um, but I've drawn you know who I've gone for. Yes, yeah. This go is ahead. A, this is very very out of the blue. I've gone for n- none of the current drivers are going to stay. I've gone for Frederick Vesti and Jack Dewan. Both from Ooh. F2. Yeah. Jack, du- Jack Dewan's currently the Alpine reserve driver. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think he's been doing pretty good good things in F2. And Vesti's obviously doing very well. Like, they had the Mercedes partnership there. He's a Mercedes, in the Mercedes Academy. So, yeah, I think it makes sense all around. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think Vesti has, I think Vesti's Danish. So, that, that I find it kind of interesting that he's part of the Mercedes Academy. I thought he'd be like Red Bull or something. Like a Red yeah. Bull Junior, um, but yeah, I I feel as if Williams will go away, will still be like a generator, of like like um of like young talent. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel, I, I don't feel like they'll like move incredibly forward to move away from that role. Yeah. Um, okay. Next, we move on to Alpha Tauri. What do you think? 
I think they've binned both their drivers. Oh, that's 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 a hot take. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Okay, so you, so bit by binned, do you mean like they're both gone out of F one or they've I left? Think, I think they've left AlphaTauri specifically. Okay, yeah, that 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 that's the same for me. Who do you uh, think's gonna who replaced them? I it was yeah, yeah, okay. I don't think he'll be good enough for a big three or one of the top eight teams. They'll definitely be ready for F1. Yeah. Uh, and for my second one, I actually think... I, I, I really hope we've got the same driver here. <laughs> oh, it's a difficult one. Give me your two. Give me your two. Okay, Give me okay. your two. Um, my okay, my two. I've gone for a Wasser as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he's gonna be young enough. But I've gone for Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, I, I could see it happening because. Yeah. I, I, it, honestly, it could even happen this season because, like, that because because uh, um, I mean, if they want to get Devries out and then put Ricciardo in there. But I, I feel like you'll I feel like it will be they'll be more lenient to get him in as soon as possible. Yeah. I was thinking for Alphatari maybe like an older F one driver. Okay. So it's like well, like what Fernando Alonso did, where oh, he went yeah. to Alpine just for like because he thought it was his career. Yeah. yeah, just for like a couple <laughs> of years. Then he just had a breakthrough. Yeah. So, I don't know who to choose. I don't know. For Alphine. Uh, yeah, not for Alphine. Um, hey, that, that's fine. Uh, should we move on to Haas? Yep. Okay, who have we got for Haas? Definitely got, I think K-Mag is going to probably be there yeah. till the Career. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put down K Mag. I feel like he's retired by then. But, uh, but who's your other one? My other one, I think, would be maybe Hauger. Oh yeah, how? Oh yeah, Hauger. I forgot about him. I was gonna. Now thinking of it, I would have put him down for Alfatari instead of Ricardo. Oh, that's really bad. Um, but yeah, okay. Anyway, so yes. who's your two? K Mag and Hauger? Yeah. Okay. I've gone a bit different. I've gone for like a Ferrari sort of theme because I feel like after Audi's yeah. like bought, um, uh, Audi's bought, like, Audi's been bought. No, no, no. Alfa Romeo's been bought by Audi. I think that has will become the main supply team for Ferrari. So I've gone for yeah. two Ferrari Academy rookies, and I've gone for Oli Beerman and yeah. Arthur Leclerc. Oli, Oli, I think Oli Beerman. Like I only heard about him after he got like I think got like a Grand Slam in Baku, where he won. Yeah. We got uh, fastest in practice, pole for the sprint, won the sprint, and won the feature. So uh, yeah. that's that's why I've gone with him, and then Arthur Leclerc. Is also doing pretty well in F two, and also I feel like we like a collect connection to Charles and yeah. something similar to his brother. 
So, who, who, which team is this again? Sorry. Haas. Haas. Yeah. Uh, you you already you already went with uh, K Mag oh, and um Helga. So I thought it was just yeah, so Okay. So you were saying two 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 totally new drivers. Yeah. I I, I mean I know Haster have great experience with rookies, but I feel yeah. like they'll have to because I think Ferrari is controlling most of the team and they won't really have much of a say. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Should we move on to Audi? Yeah. This is the new so this is this this is the exciting one. This is the new team. Well, I think the obvious ones will have to be Lando Norris, because... Yeah. He, he, he would have left McLaren. Yeah. And I think, like, Lando, I think it will be similar to what Lewis did. It will just be, like, a big like a leap of faith towards Audi, because they'll, he'll, he'll need to get out of McLaren as soon as possible, and there's... Yeah. Probably not a chance he's getting. We're considering the drive rounds I've made, not into Ferrari or the any of the big three. Yeah. Or even Aston Martin for that case. Uh, and I think Enzo Fittipaldi will also be joining Lando Norris. Enzo. Um. Interesting, Enzo. Um. He's had a decent year. Yeah, and yeah. I think it'll be a good chance for him to join F1. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I've gone for Lando Norris and Mick Schumacher. Mick? Yeah. Ooh. Because he's a German and then has the German connection. Audi's yeah. definitely won a German driver. Mick is that Holkenberg's not going to be around by then. And no, Mick yeah. is the perfect prospect. If he, does, if he keeps on doing well at Mercedes, then it will definitely be an Audi in no time. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and yours was Lando and Enzo? Yeah. Okay. Right. McLaren. Let's move on to McLaren. McLaren, I think, would have stuck with Oscar Piastri. Okay. And who would their second driver be? I'm thinking maybe Have I said Oli Beerman yet? No, you haven't. I think they'll want him in there. Uh, okay. So you gone for Oli Beerman in the McLaren? Yeah, well he's English, isn't he? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's English, he's English. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking they'll they'll want Someone who the fans will, who the McLaren fans will. Yeah, McLarens are all about the fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, I've I've gone for, it's completely different to yours. I've gone for Alex Albon, and Colton Herta. I, I think Alex would have been promoted up from Williams, yeah. and Colton, I, he's already around the McLaren setup. He's, he's, yeah. he, he's definitely got a chance of going there soon. I think he was also linked to AlphaTauri, but I don't think now. I think. Helmut Marco will want to go like with Ricardo and also someone a bit younger and try that out. Um because yeah. it works with Yuki. And uh, I think yeah, I think Colton will set that fit that seat perfectly for them. Yeah. It's all about the com- it's all about the commercial opportunity, right, for McLaren yeah. and the US market yeah. for them is pretty big. Yeah. We now move on to Alpine. 
Okay, let's do the next question. Okay, who you got for Alpine? Alpine? I definitely think one of the two that are currently driving will stay with them. Which one do you think it will be? I think it will be Ocon because he's more of a veteran at the team. Like he's. I've, gone for, Ocon, I've gone for Ocon to leave. Really? Yeah. In fact, I've gone for both of them to leave. But yeah, I've gone Ocon to stay, but I think... Yeah, I've got, no, I've gone for Ocon to go... Well, they're both going to the big three, I think, but I've gone for both of them to leave Alpine. Yeah, so I'm thinking Ocon for the main one, just because he's just been there for a while, and he'll gain some, you know, experience, gained a lot of experience from them. Yeah. And I think you mentioned Mick Schumacher, who I actually forgot. And I think that will probably be one of the best teams for him to come back in. I think Mercedes will definitely try to push him to a Mercedes-controlled team, such as McLaren or Williams or Aston Martin. But I think that it will be easier for him to get into Alpine as then, then they look for young drivers. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. I I I think it was rumored. I think Mick was rumored would have moved to Alpine like at the end of the twenty twenty two season, but then they like I think Ocon wanted him there, but yeah, he, they obviously said no. Um, yeah. Okay, for me, um, for Alpine, I've gone for Guan Yu Zhou and yeah. Toe Porsche. Really? Yeah, I mean Porsche is French. It kind of makes yeah. sense for him to be to go there. And Guan Zhou has ties with Alpine. He was in the Alpine Academy in F2. So I feel like if he gets a decent record, beats Bottas a couple of times you know, yeah. over a couple of seasons, then he could definitely get the Alpine seat. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. We now move on to Ferrari. Ferrari? And, yeah. This one will be, a bit, I think this one will be a bit, a bit different because I feel like Ferrari might make a downgrade here. Yeah. I'm thinking they've they bring Theo Porsche in. Oh, Porsche. Why? Why? Why Porsche? Well, I think he's just kind of what they need. He's kind of been consistent so far this season. Although his sprint races haven't been good, most of the feature races he's been getting the high points. Bar yeah. And Barcelona. So I think they just need someone who doesn't crash the car. Yeah. Yeah. So um, people share. Yeah. And... <sighs> I... this is the, yeah, it's the bad thing being off the fly. <laughs> um. How about I read mine out and then you can take inspiration from that? Yeah. Okay. So for mine, I've gone for Pierre Gasly to move from Alpine and Oscar Piastri to move from McLaren. I think Oscar, I think Oscar, like, he's had a decent start to his F1 career. If he continues to go like to go like this, I don't think he'll beat Lando, but if he cl- stays close to him, I think yeah. that he'll want to move to Ferrari. I think he'll um gain attention from Ferrari. And I think Pierre Gasly, he wants to drive in the Ferrari, and it's probably, it's probably suitable for him. I, I just feel like it's right for him to go to Ferrari. I don't know why. Do you reckon that one of 
the either the Clara or Sainz will still be there in twenty twenty six. Like, is there any possibility in your opinion? No. I, I, I don't think science is good enough and also I think Leclerc will be fed up. So yeah. yeah. But where I've where I think he will go is I think it might might surprise a few. Yeah. Well So Who do I think? What, who do you think now? I mean I mean if there's other I mean other options, I mean Giovanazzi, he's done well in Le Mans. Short turns yeah. a bit risky in terms of like. I think Hamilton will be retired by then. Yeah, ha- yeah, ha- I don't think Hamilton will move to Ferrari. Giovinazzi's a good opinion because the T, the Tifosi will just love him. <laughs> that, yeah, that, imagine like, an Italian driver in an Italian car, maybe getting a podium at the Italian Grand Prix. That would be if, so. That... If Giovinazzi was racing for Ferrari and got a win at Imola or uh, Monza. I just think I don't think Italy would stop partying for the next few hours. Yeah, that would that would be that would be very that would be kind of funny to see. Um, yeah. So, so you're going for Beerman and jo- and Giovinazzi? No, Porsche and Giovinazzi. Oh, oh yeah, Porsche. You put Beerman for um, McLaren. Okay, yeah. okay. We move on to Aston Martin now. Obviously, rising Lance- up the grid. Uh, Lance Stroll will still be there, you know. Oh yeah, Lance. Of course, Lance Stroll will be there. For reasons. I mean, I, I, I've, I've taken a real like a risky prediction, and I don't think Lance Stroll will still be there. Really, you don't think? I think just because his dad is part. I, I, no, no, no. Here's the thing: Honda are gonna Honda are gonna supply engines to Aston Martin in 2026, and I think as part of that. I think they'll won't they won't be happy with having Lance Stroll as part of the team. So in order to keep Honda there, they'll probably just be like, okay, we've got to bring off the owner's son now, and then they'll yeah. bring in a high quality driver. Well, as a matter of fact, you mentioned Honda, which so I think Lance Stroll and I think potentially Sonoda could have grown as a driver by then. That's like, a good one. That's like just, a good one. He's he's got the he's got more potential than he needs. It's just controlling his attitude to the race. That's yeah. That's a really good one. I didn't think of that because yeah, the Honda connection there. That's actually a good one. Um. So look. So for you, Stroll and Sonoda. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, for me, I'm gonna go for Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso, obviously. Still there. Yeah, I think he'll still be there. Um, if he's not, I would think like Felipe Drogovic yeah. would get promoted from the academy. Yeah. And I've also gone for Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I, I, I don't... Charles Leclerc? Yep. Because I, 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 they're so competitive now, and I don't think he'll go to Mercedes because I think Toto want like an academy driver there. So yeah. I, I've gone from going to Aston Martin. Because it'll be a lot more promising, and I still feel like Mercedes will be in a bit of a rut. They won't be as close to Red Bull as Aston Martin will be. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Mercedes, let's go on. Let's go. Let's go on to them. So before before I say something that could make me look stupid, just remind me what academy is Felipe Drogovic in? Aston Martin. Yeah. Okay. So. 
I, I, I was thinking, I was about to say he was in a different one. So I'm thinking Felipe Drogovic and George Russell at Mercedes. Because George Russell has obviously still got lots of time left in his career. He's yeah. obviously very consistent getting points, high points. You could honestly just stay at Mercedes for the rest of his career. Yeah. That's how secure that's how secure the C is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Felipe Drogovic just yeah, they want someone they want the next big driver to come from Mercedes. Yeah. Okay, so Felipe so we got Felipe Drogovic and um uh yeah, Russell for you. Okay, for me, I've also got George Russell and yep. I've got Esteban Ocon in there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ocon, yeah, Ocon's had ties to Mercedes. He, I think he was with Force India for a little bit. And I think they won. I think he, he could have. He had the chance to be with um, Mercedes in 2017, but I, I think it obviously suddenly fell through. Um, so yeah, I think I think he'll get his chance now. Yeah. Now the final team, Red Bull. I, was... um, I think Verstappen is an obvious candidate. Yeah, Verstappen's locked in. Uh, and I think the transfer that is rumoured potentially at the end or hot at the summer break of this season, I think Daniel oh, Ricciardo. Oh, come on. Daniel Ricciardo. I've got to stay in my roots. No, no, that, that, that's a good one. Um, I, I, My only problem with Daniel Ricciardo is I don't... I, we might not even last until 2026. Yeah, but I've got to give, I've got to give him a chance, Ricky. Yeah, I think we have to give it a shot. I think it will be, I think it will be kind of funny to see if him in, in the car for one more season. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Okay, for me, I've gone, I've tried to be a lot more realistic, even though I love the idea of Ricardo being there. I've gone for Max Verstappen and Yuki Sonoda. Definitely. So, yeah, Sonoda from AlphaTauri. I, I don't think it'll be like Gasly. I think he'll like settle in and just be... Uh, honestly, they'll just need a second driver to max. Or whoever it is, they just need a second driver to max. All time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are our 2026 uh, driver lines. Leave a comment in the Q&A if you agree with them or disagree with them and put who I'm you would sure put I'll instead. Yeah. All right. Oh, sh- let's now we will move on to our next um our next topic, which is to do with um F one in terms of viewership, um the increasing viewership it has now in America and across the across the world. Um, what I mean, I'll start with you. What do you think of it? I think by far, by by far, America has the most rising popularity in F one. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's yeah. the main reasons. They've got three races there this season. Yeah. They've got there they've got Ford becoming a main supplier in twenty twenty six, is it? Yeah, I think twenty twenty six. And then and Andretti could be in there by that time. Yeah, and Andretti could potentially join him. They've got Haas, another American team. And yeah. they've got Sargent. Yeah. That, that that's a good one. I think I think obviously I like 
being in America, living in America, there is, I think, like a context for me. Like a lot of people ask me, is F1 actually growing that much? Is it just like the hype? Is it always, is it actually really like growing in popularity? And I feel like you know, the best way I can answer that is just saying, well, I mean, when I when at my school, when I'm coming, when I'm coming up, when I'm coming back, I see people like on like dress down days wearing the Stappen gear or yeah. F1 gear or like, like that sort of stuff. Being interested in F1, um, I think like ask, asking me about F1. Um, whenever I want an F1 clothing, it's like, oh, wow, is that F1? And it's like, like asking like, oh, they... I feel like I feel like the main understanding about America for a lot of people in terms of F one is that they think it's just Lewis Hamilton and nineteen drivers and uh, like uh, other drivers just running going yeah. around circuit. But in reality, that's not true. They know a lot of others. They have a lot of other interest. Um, for example, I, I think I think Charles um, Daniel Ricardo is also a very very popular in the US. Honestly, yeah. Le- I think Lewis is popular. Uh, is popular, but I don't think he's as popular as everyone makes it seem. I think. Or as popular as he is in England. For oh yeah, not yeah, definitely not, definitely not. Um, but I think it's just that, that yeah, there's a lot of others like, a lot of F one drivers who are being involved in like brand deals with, um, American companies like Louis, like um, like in like in like being involved across America. Like um, I think Lewis is, um, like. A minority owner of the Denver Broncos. I think yeah. Daniel Ricardo's also got some something to do with um, uh, I think I think something to do with like, uh, a, I think a basketball team or something, but I'm I'm not sure which one. Um, but when you say when when we say uh, F1 is growing in popularity in America, most sports in America are growing at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, who's got Starting to get a huge viewership from everywhere. Yeah. Football's growing, you know. They're, they're signing football. The MLS is obviously. Yeah, maybe Messi. Growing. Messi going there's a massive thing. I, I yeah, mean, that you can see the commitment there. I think F one's a bit u- unique in terms of it's so expensive and it's hard to get in. Like in um, in the US, like everything in terms of sport, everything's expensive. It's not like yeah. I was. You, I would say that Europe where it's a bit more accessible and it's a lot cheaper. It's yeah. a lot more expensive in the US. Like you, like you need a lot of money to try and be successful. You can't be like one of those people who are growing up on the streets, who are like not like who are like like Messi who grew up on Rosario, and yeah. sort of, you have to go to college. You have to be picked in the draft, and you have to perform. Like yeah, it, it's but, a long process. If you don't perform, you're gone. That's your career. Exactly, but and I think the I think the one benefit for the US is the like colleges. I think colleges in terms yeah. of like in the in the UK, like in terms of motorsport, you can get released from your driver academy so early on, like like released from a series, and then you have nothing to work with. But in the US, yeah. if you got you can have a degree in a in, in a college, and then you can also do sports alongside that. So if your sport is gone, you have another like block to, um, like rely your career on, which is cool. And that's why I think lots of other countries around the world should be doing have like a college system like America because it's just great how like, there's pretty much you have something to fall back on. Yeah. 
And uh, it gives you, like, nothing to lose. Also, in terms of, like, grow, I think to answer your question in terms of the competitiveness F1 faces, there are a lot of other series in the in the US. That's why you yeah. need so many races in the US in order to grow popularity. Like, yeah. even three in the in three races on the Vegas Strip, which is so busy, there's talks for a street race in New yeah. York as well, which I think yeah. for me should have been there instead of Miami because I, I don't think, like, Miami's... Miami's more expensive than Vegas, and also it wouldn't be as accessible because the south of Florida is like, say, let's say you're a fan in like Texas, that still takes a long yeah. time to get you to get it to. Whereas if you're in Texas, you can watch the race in Austin. Yeah. And Miami's too much of a show, man. Like, Miami's yeah. not even a race. It's basically a TV show as yeah, it's like the most. Promotion. And also, yeah, Vegas will probably be that, but Vegas isn't actually a TV show. It's actually like a street circuit with landmarks. Yeah. What's the landmark in Miami? <laughs> like, te- Texas. It's meant to be. It, yeah, exactly. Texas is meant to be like a. It's like, like Austin. That's the other per- permanent track. It's not meant to be a street track. No real landmarks, also, but it's good racing. Also, also, Austin has like the tall tower thing. Yeah, like the yeah the like the the massive tower, and then the American flag at the end of turn one. But Miami, it's not amazing racing, right? It's just like. Not all the corners are amazing. I think the best overtaking zones are probably turn one. Yeah. The straights, and that's it. I mean, they have, like, that weird chicane, that, that's like, that crazy. double apex, you know, like, at the end of sector one, onto that first straight. Yeah. It's like that, yeah, it's, I, I don't, I don't like it, man. And it's just, it, you can have the celebrities in New York as well. Because New York, you have Empire State. Golden, yeah. uh, Golden Gate Bridge, the um, Brooklyn Bridge. Um, like there, there's so many other things in New York. You can go to Times, go through Times Square. You you can have that, and yeah. that would that's just that would just be more entertaining. And people, they can like, I, and other people just say, oh, you can't close down New York for an F1 race, bro. If you can close down Vegas, you can close down New York, man. Come on. And, but one plus side of having it in a. Miami, uh, at the current moment, is lots of uh, Paris fans can get there from Mexico. Fair. Like, I mean, you look, when you looked at the crowd there like, uh, at the last Miami race, it was more like Hispanics. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think that's why Messi moved to Miami as well because it was like seventy percent like Hispanic population, so yeah. more like Argentina. Yeah, I mean. That, but you already get that in Mexico. You already get that Hispanic like following in Mexico, yeah. and that, that's sort of like the range you should probably go to. I mean, if you if you like, I, I understand if like you can't if you can't go to Mexico from Florida or from Miami, you live in Miami and you're Hispanic there. But it's still good to yeah. go to Hard Rock Stadium and watch it. But I, I I understand that, but I feel like that I feel like the amount of investment and like the like all of what's being put in like so many broadcasters being brought on just the miami grand prix and it's yeah. not giving equal treatment for each of the other races and it's yeah. just putting so much like espn cnbc cbs yeah. so many broadcasting companies like broadcasting just the miami grand prix yeah. and it's it's not good enough like yeah. Oh, people are not going to be like, oh, it was nice watching the F1 cast day. No, they're going to want to have a good overtaking and good racing. 
that's where you have in yeah. Kota, and that's what you're going to get in Vegas. Have you got? Have yeah. you tried Vegas from the New York One Twenty Three game? I haven't, but I've watched uh, Lando Norris's run through of it. Yeah, have you seen like that? There's a lot of overtake. There's, yeah, it's a yeah. bit like Singapore, but there's a lot of overtaking zones right down the strip, and yeah. it's you know, like hard braking zones. That's where you're going to get the decent racing, and that's where you're going to like intact. Like it's like racing that draws fans in. Yeah. And you get that from Kota as well, but I, I would be fine in removing one American race from the calendar. And if that's how F1 deal with it, how do you replace it? How do you get more fans? Because then F1 will probably be thinking, where would Americans also like to watch a race if there's not going to be another one in America? Would they want to watch that? They've already got one in Canada, Mexico, and now they've got three more in America. Like, They've got enough to choose from. Like, you can be pretty much anywhere in America, and it, and, it, and it will be just a flight away. Yeah, I was asking. I was asking my dad. Like, should should my dad was asking me, oh, sh- do you want to go watch a race in? Like, do you want to go watch a race this season? I was like, like if we want to go close by, which one should we go to? I said, yeah. we just so we could go to so many as long as the t- tickets are cheap, we can go to them. Yeah. And, I think like that's also another thing. Ticket prices are massive for the um, American races. I don't yeah. know why, but I think that they, they for races like Montreal, Interlagos, which is South America, is, again, and Mexico, it's so much cheaper. So I, if it's, I feel like if it's cheaper, then they'll that then they'll at least get a couple more fans through the door. Also, but, I think it's just the clout that all the F, uh, the American races try to get, you know. They try to get so many celebrities there. Yeah, and that's and they all and you know you know what's funny, all the celebrities there are just like, oh, we're here because of the Netflix show. We're here because of the Netflix show, yeah. and it's true, right? Like so many fans yeah. there just because of the Netflix, just because of Drive to Survive. Like yeah, like, I, I mean, I think David Beckham was there, and he was saying, oh, you love sport in Miami. I think Martin Rundle was like, oh, you love sport in Miami. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing! It's like it's like we're all here because of the TV show. And it, uh, my kids are watching it. It's, it's so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, Formula One isn't a sitcom. It's meant to be like a sport. So it's I, a feel, I feel like if Americans take that into account, then they'll allow them to watch it a little bit more enticingly. Yeah. That's like show like race like series like IndyCar or NASCAR. Yeah. Which probably right now, still more popular series to watch than um, F one. Like, I'd be, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be putting my money on people wanting to watch the Indy 500 um, on a Sunday afternoon than the Monaco Grand Prix right yeah. now. Yeah. But, yeah. like, if you get rid of Miami, would you, what what race would you replace it with that would get more viewers in? I mean, for me, there's a pretty obvious one here. What? Kyle Army. What? Kyle Army. Where's that? Oh, South Africa. The one, the one in South Africa. The, oh, the, yes, yeah. I think it was supposed to be on the calendar for F1 for 2024. But like, the, and there's not a single race in Africa. And that would be amazing for viewership. It'll get so many people watching it through the door. It'll be so cheap because um, it'll be so cheap. It'll be great for the South African economy. It would be, it'll be a win-win all around. Yeah. It would be kind of hot. It would be kind of hot, and then it would, it would be kind of hot, and it would be hard to drive in. But 
that's kind of the nature. That'll be that'll be the same throughout the whole year, and it's flexible. You can yeah. you can do it at any time in the year. Yeah. So that, that that's 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 the best part about it. I think it would it would be. I think it's been resurfaced. I think the only point, like the only um problem is that it's a grade two circuit. It needs to be a grade yeah. one circuit. That's saying that's the only yeah. problem. Yeah. Um. So I think the other thing that it also faces is environmental issues, like there's new like regulations. Um, that's uh, like coming in for, like new power unit regulations to make them more sustainable and smaller. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, I think it's, it'll be easier for the um, teams coming into 2026 because all they've got to focus on is making that new model to the best of their abilities. Yeah, like Honda and Ford yeah. and like Audi. That Yeah, they'll be more focused on that. And I think right. like... It, it doesn't start like the year before. It starts like right now. Yeah. It takes like three or four years to prepare that. Yeah, whereas teams like Mercedes, they're gonna have to be making uh, more engines for this season, engines for next season, engines for the season after, and engines for twenty twenty six. Yeah, I Which think is add so much to their costs. I think for Mercedes, this this is a golden opportunity for them because they've been struggling to have that sort of edge over all the other teams. Yeah. This year, and I think they have to have. I think they have to nail this in order to get that. The thing is, whatever happens in twenty twenty six with the engines, it could entirely flip the grid. It could, and it could make it will make it even closer. Like, it the gap between first and it could go down to like a second. Yeah. Like consistently, and it would be like the others. I think the other thing, like if it's that competitive with the engine regulations. Do you think that um like like I think there's been a lot of controversy over ties. You saw I think I saw Bridgestone like urging for that to be to be the new engine to the new tie supplier for twenty twenty five. You think that would be cool? Well yeah, I think it'd be new cool to get a new supplier for ties, but the thing is with Pirelli, you can't really go wrong. Like they've I think with Yeah, I I I mean I think with Pirelli, it's it's an interesting one because they have been very, they have been very, they have been decent ties, and they've yeah. not. I don't think they've been quite reliable. But however, they've had a, quite a few mistakes. They've, yeah, they've like the ties are prone to overheating. It's not amazing in like such hot weather. It's it's kind of they're quite fragile as well. Yeah. So I think Bridgestone will have to come in, make a long lasting tire, and make a tire that can be good for overtaking and all sort of. Make it make racing right. even closer that than it um than yeah. it is with the new regulations coming in for engine. Yeah, I also think maybe like new like tire regulations for each race weekend. Yeah. So if um, teams are allowed like mediums and softs. That means they could go more aggressive in quality. Yeah. See more teams fighting out for the top position. Yeah, you could. I think they could do like a hard in Q1, medium yeah. Q2, and then soft Q3. And yeah. I think another thing that could make it closer is one shot qualifying. Yeah. And that would also help. Like, the, like it would be less, um, like less tire wear, and that could also be used for the race. Yeah. And what could replace the rest of the um, qualifying sessions? Because you know, the qualifying sessions are like a big part of income. 
Yeah, that's fair. Like, not, not a full practice, but just maybe just like a half an hour practice before. Yeah, I, I mean, that could happen, I mean, for sprint weekends, but I think for sprint, for, for sprint weekends, I think they could have a shorter, they could have, I mean, they already have that with like a, one, yeah. like the normal quality and a shorter quality. So I think that would, like, that could also be something they uh, try out. Yeah. I mean, they're already trying that out, but I think that then, if they continue with that, but um, and it continues to work, I think that would be, I think that'll be something that would be great, and that will get more f- viewers in because qualifying is obviously very intriguing. Yeah, and that will just make it more on the line. Yeah, especially on streak circuits. Yeah, you'd be okay. push- pushing it to the limit. Yeah. All right. Final question: Who do you think is going to win the Canadian Grand Prix this weekend? Well. I've been watching a bit of practice, and the uh, Mercedes and Ferraris have been... All the practice notes? Okay. But I'd, but I'd be dumb not to say Max Verstappen. Oh, wow. Who would have guessed? <laughs> okay, I'm... Yeah, I'm also probably going to go for Max Verstappen. I think it's going to be Red Bull 1-2. They win by, yeah. like, 30 seconds, and then we're all just like, okay, we're not going to watch the rest of the season. Let's just end it now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Max. Thank you so much um, for coming on um, for the podcast today. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much, um, guys, for listening, and I'll see you guys very soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.